Good morning. Welcome to morning prayers. If you, if you please stand as you are able and join me in a responsive reading, which this morning is, uh, is Psalm 62 and found on page 31. For God alone, my soul waits in silence. For him comes my salvation. He always For God alone, my soul waits in silence, for my hope is, is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress, I shall not be shaken. On God rests my deliverance and my honor. My mighty rock, my refuge is God. Men of low estate are but a brief. <laughs> Men of high estate are a delusion. In the balances they go up. They are together lighter than a breath. Put no confidence in extortion. Set no vain hopes on robbery. If riches increase, set not your heart upon Once God has spoken, Twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God.
The people I love have been bringing me a lot of joy lately, and I'd like to share some thoughts with all of you about that joy. The inspired text I've chosen for today is a stanza from a love poem called Wasabi by my favorite poet, Andrea Gibson. It goes, Let me also say I want you sleepy-eyed in the morning, waking at my side like a warm summer sky born from so much softness the horizon cries every time nightfall comes to take you. Because of how young I was when I got attached to this poem, it was pretty influential in how I pictured what love looked like, especially because it was one of the first queer love poems I encountered. I'll come back to the text later, but first I want to talk about a very cute word that I learned recently. Uh, I found out a couple months ago that Within the polyamorous community, there's a concept called a polycule, like a polyamory molecule. A polycule is a network of people in relationships with each other, and it got its name because if you draw it out, it looks like a diagram of a molecule. The people are the atoms, and then they're connected by different types of bonds. So the other day in Spanish class, I was trying to draw my polycule. I started with my two sort of main romantic partners, and then one of them has another partner, and I have someone back home, and I had a nice little spiky triangle thing going, and then I thought, who else should I add? And I thought about this person, who's one of my best friends, and how I spend a lot of time being close to him in ways that are physical but platonic, like hugging and cuddling, and how my partners and I spend time with him together, and it doesn't feel like he's third or fourth wheeling us, and how the two of us handle our relationship with a lot of thoughtfulness and communication and care. Something I've been thinking about a lot lately is that intimate relationships don't have to be sexual or romantic. There are so many different kinds of intimacy. I think we as a society tend to prioritize certain kinds of relationships as more meaningful or permanent or significant, when really a lot of that separation is unnecessary. My middle school ideal of love from Andrea Gibson's poem, that soft, sleepy-eyed closeness, that doesn't require any particular sexuality or romance or exclusivity. And so it seems strange to exclude my friend from the polycule, which for me functions as a type of chosen family, when he's such an important part of our lives. So I added him to the diagram, and from there it just sort of spiraled into this vast network of people who matter to us. This wasn't exactly a surprise, but it was a good reminder. I love a lot of people. I am happiest and healthiest in relationships when I don't try to constrain them to specific roles or types. Being in a polyamorous relationship has helped me feel free to ignore a lot of conventional assumptions about how partners should communicate or what intimacy should look like. I've been able to extend that caring communication into my close friendships as well, allowing them to be fluid and intimate and loving. I'm not trying to say that polyamory is or should be for everyone. Healthy monogamous relationships are also wonderful. But I do think we could all benefit from treating our friendships as relationships in the sense that they deserve the seriousness of attention that we give to romances, the deliberate communication, the checking in, and making time. When I got an invitation to speak at morning prayers, the question that Reverend Walton asked me was, what gets you out of bed each morning? Thinking about that question brought me right back to that poetic image of waking up with someone, perhaps someone who's physically next to you, perhaps someone who's just on your mind. I wake up to the people I love in all the myriad forms in which that love exists. I hope that you do too.
Let us pray the Lord's Prayer found on the reverse of your order of worship. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The Christ, the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. If you please stand as you are able and join together on singing the hymn, um, There is a bomb in Gilead found on the Crimson Hymnal. This is hymn 306.
And now let us go. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart, give you peace, joy, forgiveness, and love today and forever. Amen. Amen.